Cheers, boys. Here we go. Cheers. Drinking that delicious whiskey, always. Welcome back, baby. We're back. We are back. World football talk, baby. In the fucking house. It's been too long. It's been too long. How we doing, boys? New new member. New member in the building. Uh, Scribbles. How we doing, bud? Uh, first one? Yeah. It's oh, my first one. Okay. It's Love great it. to be here. I don't know. I'm excited to talk English Premier League with my subpar knowledge. <laughs> Facts. But it's going to be funny. We don't do a lot of fact checking, so it's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of I've off heard, the cuff. I've, from my listenings. Yeah. Q, how you doing? Good, good. I, I hope you enjoyed your trip to Mexico. Was yeah. looking forward to a pod from Mexico. I uh, know. I wish Maybe we could have made it happen. A solo pod? I was think. me and Pete were trying to do one, you know, just being at the pools all day. You get back to the room at like five o'clock, dinner's at six. You're like, there's no way we're doing this. That would have been hysterical. Yeah, it would have been good. We would have got like, uh, my cousin also has like a camera. So he was like, dude, we could live stream it. And I have a YouTube page for this, but whatever. Next time. It was a good travel, like, to assess how to travel with my equipment. Practice round. It was a good how, practice how, round. How much did you bring? I brought two microphones, uh, these headphones, which are kind of annoying to package because they don't fold in, and uh, a couple, like, soundboards, but nothing crazy. But, like, still, it was, like, a, a small suitcase uh, case worth. But uh, would have been fun. Next time. Next time. We're going to be going to uh, MLS games in the future. So, you know, we'll do podcasts from different cities and different uh, areas, go to the game, interview people outside the stadiums. Mm-hmm. So, that's, where we'll, where, that's where we will take off. Where do we I believe, start? Yeah. I believe City. is... I think NYC. Yankee, well, we gotta make Yankee a, Stadium. Yeah, gotta hit the Bronx. You know, we gotta yeah. go there before the new stadiums built. Ah, well, so. I'm, tr- I'm we trying to become the, a season ticket holder. The season opener. Yeah, that'd we be sick. Make a season opener. When is that supposed to open? 2027. Yeah. Yeah, the year after the World Cup. When do they start? They should be starting soon. I mean, yeah. you would imagine. How long does it take to build a stadium? You know, five, six years. It shouldn't take. It took the Islanders Crazy. like two years. Four state, yeah, four years I maybe. Mean, it's like an, it's like an out, outdoor, it's, it's like a, yeah. it's just like bleachers almost. You're right. Well, in a grass Think field. about it, yeah. the, the Qatar came up with like six stadiums in a few months, right? Or something. <laughs> well, yeah, we, uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> well, we have uh, we regulations to, here we in the United States. That That's uh, we have uh, union contractors. Right, right. That's, yeah. Completely out of line on my part. <laughs> <laughs> I should just be. <laughs> well, I don't. No, I don't nothing even, was said. Yeah, I don't even want to go into. Yeah, we're over that. We talked know, about the, it. the World Cup already happened, and uh, for those who don't know, uh, people died building those stadiums. All right, like, a lot of people, more than your average working group. Uh, so it was a little tough, um, for sure. But, yeah, but New York City hard workers—they can, they yeah, can get facts. it done in. By 2025. Yeah, I would agree. They start right yeah. now. So, um, hitting the football world. Uh, trade line, deadline days today. So, uh, so, so let's thank the football gods 
for Arsenal taking Jorginho away from Chelsea. I, I was just gonna bring that up. I, was, I don't. I don't think it's. A, I think it's a great signing for Arsenal. Yeah. I think it's a bad piece of business from Chelsea because uh, they only got twelve, fifteen, whatever million. For twelve him. million. But I couldn't be happy. I don't think I've ever seen happier, uh, been happier to see a player leave the club. Yeah, I mean, definitely a disappointment. He did have a good run with them when they did win Champions League. He did finish as the third best player in the world one season. But yeah. that's com- if you watched any so, soccer, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's relative and, you know, it doesn't really equate to what he produced at Chelsea. He didn't really produce much, you know. Yeah, he was on a on a bunch of good teams that year. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But uh Jorginho from Chelsea to Arsenal should be a good signing for Arsenal. Even though, like, I feel like their midfield is pretty solid. I mean, they're they're lacking a little bit of depth in the six. Uh, I know there was a, a young kid that came on, and um, there there was a blown up a little bit on social media that Odegaard wasn't happy with him a couple times or something. Nah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Arsenal's got depth, but they got a couple injuries right now. Yeah, we'll definitely. Uh see what they're about, what he can do, you know, wouldn't be the first time, I mean. Well, this is my thing with Jorginho, if if, if he's on a good team, he's going to look like a fantastic player, yeah. but when Chelsea's down in the dumps, he's not somebody you want wearing the captain's armband, even yeah. though he does, because he he does not have the ability to change a game single-handedly. I agree. And well, we've talked about other midfielders like that. Thank God you guys just spent, like, how much? 200. Yeah, but that, uh, wait, how much did they sign him for? Oh, well, no, no, the whole transfer window. Yeah, yeah, you can probably go on like a, a one page list just for Chelsea of yeah, of all what they their did signings. to re- replace they, him. They spent and, more money this window than the other four leagues, the major four leagues in Europe combined. Yeah, that's crazy. sounds illegal. It does. It sounds They're very signing illegal. guys to like seven year contracts. That's why yeah. soccer cl- clubs don't do that. It's true. I don't get though. What's like the debt situation? Like the debt situation, like how can they afford how all these? Like the ba- like Barcelona, is... like how are they afford like affording all those players when well, Barca they don't a have loophole, any? Yeah. And I guess Chelsea have too. I mean, is it just the fact that they have an investor who is willing to give the money no matter what? Because that's like the whole. That's why they developed the FFL, which is like the football financial something. Or is it FFL? Yeah. I don't know. Basically, they invented this FFP. rule. FFP. Maybe Financial it's F- fair play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they invented the Fair Play Act where, you know, if you have a person, an investor, to go into a team who's struggling financially, yes, you can back them with your investment. So you can keep investing as much as you want, but then it comes to a point where, okay, you invested 300 mil, let's say, um, into the company, not even just, I mean, into the organization, not even just to buy it, but to now to invest, to buy players, what happens if you don't see a return on your investment and now you want to withdraw? Now this team is in a $300 million, you know, debt, debt where it's like, all right, you have, you have these people who have that type of money to shell out. Maybe it gets just proven in court to the point where it's like, all right, I'm the investor. I show up to court. This is my plan for the next five years and it's like you know you kind of don't have a way to pull yourself out you kind of prove to the to the board no 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 this isn't me just funding like funneling money into this thing it's my actual way to 
build an investment to to build a club, um, successful club, um, with my money. Okay. Well, I have yeah. a feeling that's what it is. Could be. Cause uh, there's no way. I mean, that has to be so illegal to spend this amount of money. Meanwhile, you're in so much debt, but then they don't get in trouble. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of it. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, I well, we were talking about this before, but Juventus just got hit with a 15 point decrease in their standings right now due to financial play because they were saying they're they were overvaluating players um with other clubs saying it didn't match up within their books to the the exact amount and you know they get hit with a 15 point deficit because of it but it's very similar to what we saw with man city and their fair, fair place use um which kind of got brought down to the fact that, oh, they said, remember when they came out with those pages? Uh, it was called, like, the football pages. Some German leaked a bunch of, like, it was almost, like, during the same time as, like, the wiki pages. Mm-mm, no. Well, basically, it came out saying that, you know, um, the owner of Man City, he also is somehow correlated to uh, Emirates Airways uh, and... They basically sent money to them to be an investor or whatever, or to be a spokes team, and then the money just kind of got funneled back to them to as advertisement, as like marketing. So Man City was kind of in the same situation where they were potentially going to have to deal with points, with um, with uh, not being able to compete in um, Champions League, but they never. It never happened because due to um, statues of limitation. So it's almost like they, this whole thing they just knew with uh, Juventus. I don't know, maybe like, not the IRS, but whoever's involved in the financial part of the football aspect itself, maybe they are like more on top of teams now. I don't know. Dude, I saw that like the whole Serie A is down under almost besides Napoli. That's crazy. Like all the teams are struggling. Like they can't afford to buy anybody. No one wants to go there. But everybody, like, I feel like six months ago, everybody was saying that Syria was going to be the next EPO. Well, that's what Dilo says. I, I still believe that. I still and now it's down bad. Well, I think th- about. I it. think so. If you could buy a team cheap, you know, there, there's a lot of sketchy things. I mean, it even stems back to the 30 years ago when Juventus got in trouble for fixing games. I mean. Dude, this is a common occurrence almost, it looks like, in Serie A. Who knows why, but, you know, a lot of these people are starting to fade out. They're not even allowed to coach teams anymore because they're getting caught cheating. So, if enough of these people fade out of the system, then you get some new investors, you know, from wherever. Probably America, because if an American can buy a team like Juventus, like Lazio, you know, you could probably buy them pretty cheap. Get them back up and start competing in Champions League. They get four slots in Champions League, guaranteed. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I don't know uh, if we'll see the resurgence, but I hope to. I just think we have such a... Not a downfall, but there's so many players coming out of their quote-unquote prime that teams want to... Especially, like, you know, teams that are fighting for... Especially in, like, Premier League, La Liga... Probably two Bundesliga, probably like top three leagues right now in the world. You know, it's good to have older people with the experience, but you know, I don't know. Maybe there's just something about giving your youngins 
people who came up in your system or you bought them early when they were like 16, 15 to your academy, there has to be something to it where it's like, all right, he doesn't have the experience to play in this game, but we're going to make him play anyway to give him the experience. And, you know, it's happened before. Uh, just young young players came up clutch. I mean, how old was Kai Havertz when he scored the game-winning goal against City in Champions League final? Probably like uh, 22. Yeah. Maybe 23. And that's a big start for Chelsea to be like, all right, let's start this kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I, I could see a transitional phase where, like, these top players like Kai Havertz, like Mason Mount, you know, they start getting older. Why keep him? You know, he's performing, yes, but, like, I'd rather have some of my younger players get that experience, get that minutes under him. And, yo, if there's going to be any teams looking for anyone, it's going to be these Serie A teams. Also, like, mid-tier um, La Liga teams, because, you know, they're fighting for not to be relegated, maybe to make Europa um, or whatever Champions League conference. But I feel like we're going to see this. Like, players that we grew up with are going to be young. I mean, not young. They're going to be older, but still ready to play. Are we making Syria a farm league? It could be a farm league. It could. That kind of leads into, like, the poorness aspect. Yeah, for where they are right now. But, like... If you want to see young, good talent... Maybe rise, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you can loan them. You know, you can loan your players out to... They're going to be desperate for players soon. I feel like a lot of these Serie A teams. And, you know, if they get the investors behind them, people who can see the... Okay, all right. The the price is down for a team, which used to be really high. Let's buy them low. Let's build them back up. Just something. I don't know. It's possible. That's the way... <clears throat> Excuse me. That's the way I'd want to do it if I was an investor. Yeah. Find, find a club that... Like, I mean, think about Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah with Wrexham. Yeah. Dude, they should have put Juventus just up for, like, auction. Yeah. <laughs> I would have put a bid in. $1,000. <laughs> it would have rose so much, though. Like, whoever... I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I think they the people left. They just resigned. Really? Who were a part of it, yeah. So are they like owner free right now? Not owner. Uh, uh football director. Um Yeah, like the director top, of yeah, operations. The yeah, yeah. It's the like scenes, yeah. the Bar- Barastri family owns them, something like that. Balastri. Yeah, but th- they are not the people who left. Run yeah, they don't run the team. Yeah. They just financially they also own it. They also own Fiat. That's where. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's oh, no cool. wonder they shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a good car. <laughs> good car. Good car. Not it here though. No. Not it, popular. In the mountains of you know, what's what's that coastal town called? Uh, Venice. Oh, uh, not Venice. Um, Tuscany. Sampori. Sampori. Fusilli. Fusilli. I have Shout no out. idea. Shout out Jake Fusilli. If you're listening. <clears throat> um, yeah, but sketchy stuff. Um, you know, they're, they're not bringing anyone in, in in close times. I mean, they just got rid of uh, Western McKenney. You know? True. Yeah. Leeds. Went to, went to Leeds. That, I don't see that as a big uh, it's a statement. No, I think... Well, first of all, to go over Leeds, they're only two points... From relegation right now. Yeah, they need. So they're definitely battling. Turn something around. Yeah, they got to stay up. 
And Weston McKenney and Tyler Adams gonna run the show. That would I'm on, honestly it would be a very fun midfield just to watch from an American perspective to see how they work together. Does Jack Harrison still start it? He plays. Yeah, he, he plays. He gets a lot of time. Yeah. They also have uh Aronson. So if yeah. uh, if we see three young Americans on the field, that'd be so Didn't sick. Robinson get tied to City? Yeah, he did. That'd be a good sign. And they just got rid of uh, Joel Casella. That would be good for USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be. That'd be great for US. Because he would maybe. start. I mean, he would. Just... It's between him or, or, or Rico him. James. Rico James, another young Rico Williams. Rico Williams. Yeah, but, yeah. No, nah, they also have Sergio Lewis, Gomez. Lewis. Rico, Rico Lewis. Rico Lewis. Yeah. Um, Sergio Gomez, who came from Anderlecht, uh, not performing, who just went there for a left-back spot. Cancelo played left-back a lot for them. This year they have Ake playing a lot in that left-back role. Um, but I don't see why Anthony Robinson couldn't you know, push for it. His yeah. touch does let him down a lot. He looks like a little T-Rex out there. His yeah. long legs with his high shorts and his stubby little arms. Mm-hmm. But the short good. socks. He, he works. The short stocks. Yeah, he's all over the field. I, I love watching him for the for the U.S. It's that U.S. Uh, work right. ethic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it it'll be sad if he goes because like him and Tim Ream won't be playing anymore together, which like such a good duo. But for him as a player, yeah, without a doubt, make that move. Um. But uh, other than that, it's Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea not giving up on Enzo Fernandez. Still trying to get him on on a loan. Um, who knows? I mean, it's almost it's almost uh, time. We're recording this on January thirty first, Tuesday. Um, right now, we're watching the Newcastle Southampton game, EFL Cup. But uh, pretty sure their deadline runs out soon. So. We we'll probably hear information on that if they they sign or or not. The Jorginho transfer gives me hope that Enzo will be coming to Chelsea. Maybe yeah. Pulisic will be gone too. Well, he's injured right now. Yeah, but they should just let him go. He should leave. He should go to Newcastle. Newcastle made excellent moves this uh, this transfer window. They signed uh, Gordon from uh, Everton, exciting prospect. Yep. And somebody who's proved himself uh, the past few years. Uh, in the prem already, James Madison. Um, sad to see Leicester lose him. He went to Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, sad to see Leicester losing a lot of their star guys. Um, I mean, they had to sell Schmeichel last uh, win- uh, last uh, transfer window, and now Madison, who's I think their best player, gone. Wow. I think they're in some financial trouble as well, but it is what it is. I like to see Newcastle on the up as well. I mean, Newcastle have been playing excellent football. One of, I mean, you know, they they could easily make Champions League this season, the way they're performing. Yeah, why not? They got the the team for it. A couple of new additions to boost competition and training. I don't know if it was, if it actually happened yet. To Madison. Mm-hmm. Oh man. No, I thought I I thought I saw that. I hope it happens. I mean, it would be really good for Newcastle. Yep. Really, really good. I mean, you have Guillermez, Madison. Who else in the middle? Uh, I think Joe Linton plays in there sometimes. Uh, this season, he's been more of a left mid. Uh, who scored? 
Longstaff. Longstaff. Twice. Yeah. What a brace. What a name. Longstaff and Shea Adams. 2-1 right now. 3-1 aggregate Newcastle. Should be a good ending. Longstaff. He's probably got a long wiener. I would hope so. I would hope so. Because, you know, you bring a girl back with that name. And then... They don't call me Longstaff for no reason. <laughs> um, also, pretty decent movement. We have... Uh, we went over the Joao Cancelo to uh, uh, Bayern Munich on loan. Um, Nathan Opoku from Syracuse. Syracuse, New York. He looked amazing in the NCAA final yeah. this year. Yeah. All right. I th- were we together? Right? Yeah. Who did they play? Uh, Syracuse Stanford. and... Uh... Mm, I'm not know. sure. I forget who it was. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it was Stanford. I want to say it was Stanford. But it was a crazy game. 3-2 victory, right, for Cuse? Pens. PKs. It went to PKs. Pens. Yeah, 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 yeah. But his feet up top. Yeah. He went to Leicester, right? He went to Leicester, and then they moved him on loan to um, FBM Fieldmaster Sporting Club. Where is that? Portugal? I don't know. No way. It's got to be a field master. I heard sporting. <laughs> sporting club, yeah, that's fair. Nathan Apoku. Where do you think it is? England? Yeah, I would say somewhere like in the a, UK. Like a League 2? That's just... Maybe. But that's pretty sick. Like Apoku. What did he... So did he... He just finished college, or did he not even finish college yet? I don't know. I would no, assume... I th- think he went to Buff State. He went... He, didn't, wow. Didn't he go to Buff State? I don't know. Wasn't that the guy nah. who transferred from Buff State? I don't think so. All right, no. I'm thinking of a different guy. To Syracuse? Is it not there the, is a guy is it not the center went, bat? He went to Syracuse. No, he's a follower. Oh, all right, I'm thinking of a different guy then. Um, is that the the center back Gio got a little header passed and then finished it? No, not that guy. Oh, okay. That was a, what a game. But what a what a, what a feat for a you know a United States player um to just go and instantly out of college go over to overseas could be like a common occurrence like that could be a thing where just college players instead of going to an mls team and going to the mls draft just being like yeah i'm gonna sign overseas i'm gonna sign overseas i'm gonna go to you know a club that sees a future in me and then probably get loaned out smart it's a smart move you know what does suck that do you still have to wait a year when you come over to play college, like if you're an international, if you're D2 or D1, you have to sit out here. I'm not sure. Or no, it was D1, you don't have to sit out for D2. That's why a lot of international people go D2. Really? You should look that up. I'm pretty sure if you're an international student, you have to sit out your first year. That is a rule at high school, at the high school level. I have international students that can't try out for sports teams because it's their first year. In the, in the school. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. That's what I remember. That's why NYIT, Adelphi, LIU is just Norwegians and Swedens and English people. Yeah. Because yeah. they have to. They don't have to sit out a year. Makes sense. And it's like the, it's it's high level. D two schools. Yeah, it's high level competition. For but sure. I yeah. Just, it says do. if a player transfers, they have to sit out a season. Yeah. That's wild that a lot of these people like go to Division one schools and they don't even play their first year. They don't play a game. 
Mm-hmm. And they still have to wait and like gamble. And I wonder if it's only transfer point. though. Like if they just if they're coming straight out of high school in England, if they have high school in England, maybe they don't have to. Maybe. I, that's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a, we- it's a weird thing that really shouldn't be a, a rule. No. Yeah, agreed. Can I see that? Uh, yep. We're drinking uh, some bullet bourbon. Switching it up a little bit today. Usually have that Michter's, but. Mm. Does anyone want anymore? What I, did you I'm have right. a bad experience with Sailor Jerry's one time and you don't like it? No, I love Sailor Jerry's. Yes, but that's not something it's you not buy like, anymore, right? No, I don't buy. I don't, drinking rum, rum's too sweet. Oh, it's for rum. Me. Yeah, that's why. Rum is too sweet. So like, yeah, it's good with like Coke, but like then I'm drinking Coke. Too Coke. Many, yeah, you gotta have some Coke Zeros. That's we're, true. We're getting off topic. That's fine. <laughs> um. I mean, other than that, the you know, um, Salvatore being mentioned to United with the Christian Eriksen um, injury. That's confirmed. He got hurt? Christian Eriksen's out until, yeah, like, three April, months. Right? Yeah. Heartbreaker. That's confirmed, though, with Sabitzer? Mm-hmm. Sabitzer? Well, Fabrizio Romano posted it. Wow. Heartbreak what? I didn't mean to make it. It was nothing. It'll, it'll connect, maybe. Maybe the fans that it might connect. Oh, heartbreak? Nothing. I did nothing. It was just... Uh, inc- Why? Because oh, Erickson oh, died on the field? No. <laughs> I didn't say that. But yeah, that did happen. He did. Oh, yeah. And they played the rest of the game. <laughs> I did. No, he did. Did they win? It no, was Denmark, right? It was Denmark versus... Uh, Austria? Poland? Poland. Like, it was the Euros? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. Euros. Was that during COVID? Yeah. It was the year like right after. It was supposed to be year in 2020, but it got postponed. Yeah. Yep. Everyone thought it was the vaccine. I don't think so. Well, at at that point, everyone on Twitter did. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you see a lot of people drop from a lot of conditions. You know what I mean? I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that's that. What it's what it what it was or that's what I believe. I just I know I'm, I'm not either. I'm people just, say that for Demar Hamlin. Yeah, I mean he got hit pretty well. That's perfectly a, that's a physical effect. I know, I know. Yeah. but did you see the shit with the clone? And they're saying oh, because you couldn't like he didn't show his face at all. I mean, dude, I think his agent made him do like a two minute, video. which is ridiculous. Yeah, just to prove that he's alive. Yeah, to the world. So crazy. He was probably like, dude, no, like I yeah. don't want to do that. No, I am going on. I'm 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 out. Yeah, for a while. I'm gonna live peacefully, please. Yeah, but whatever. Um. Yeah, it was a game against. You can't just Finland. They're playing little, against Finland. Finland. Q, what did you look up? What? Who did Denmark play when Christian Eriksen passed out? Who was Eriksen playing? And what did you deal? Out. Go to the Euro 2021 schedule and look at like all the games. I said, when did Christian Eriksen die? <laughs> That's not what you're supposed to. Go. <laughs> he lives. He did die. He did die. But then he, they were, you know, hit him with the defibrillators. Fucking medical team. Shout out. Shout out medical teams. Yeah, shout out those guys. Medical squad. Medical squads Nurse, keeping us nurses, surgeons, alive. Heart doctors, x-ray people. Crazy. Athletic trainers. Anything that ends in IST. Therapist. Gynecologist. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that, lads. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, not a lot. Uh, I mean, you know. 
Chelsea signed a lot of people. M- M- Mjordik? Mudrick. Mudrick. He's doing okay. I don't think he has any stats, but... He played for 15 minutes. Yeah. I'll be it's honest. Good. I don't know any... Like, the players, the transfer window, my knowledge is... That's fine. Maybe the big ones. Yeah. Everyone knows the Well, he ones. was a 100 million signing. Okay. Uh, well, that shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> that explains all I need to say, though. Um, but that's, like, cheap these days, honestly. No. It's going to be $200 million signings in the next two, three years. Yeah. Maybe. If somebody, you know... Mbappe. Mbappe. That's what was I was going to say. Wasn't Neymar close to that figure? That was Ronaldo. Ronaldo went to Juve for 120. But he just went to Saudi Arabia. Saudi no, Arabia. he's making. Oh, that's his contract. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what did he... Did they have to buy him out? I'm guessing out of United? No, they terminated the contract. Uh, mutual agreement? I'm not sure. Ouch. Probably. That's like sad. Don't so you think so your, like your childhood club terminating your contract? I mean, it, it had to be mutual agreement. I think he was like, let me make a bag. Yeah, I have such an easy way to make a bag. And it's sad, too, because while he was doing that, while he was looking tor- towards his future for his family, the, the Portuguese government, or not government, but the team got upset, and that's why he didn't start that one game that uh, Gonzalo had a hat trick. Well, I mean... The round of 16 game? That's why he didn't start, because the other guy scored a hat-trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, so they played him a game, I think they won, and then they benched him the next game, and that was because he was talking with Saudi Arabian with that team. Oh, during the tournament? Yeah, about going a there. Because they were there, whatever. They might have, I don't know, they probably had discussions somewhere. I, I, you can tell that Ronaldo doesn't hang out with the Portuguese, like their his soccer yeah. team. He, like, practices... He trains, yeah, goes home, spends time with his family. I mean, that's what you got to do, but... When, you know, when you've been all over the world, I feel like you kind of just know what's important. What an idiot. Yeah, it's a tough on goal. Wait, Not not you, uh, Cristiano, some some game we're watching. Paderborn, center back. He made the right decision for his, obviously. Anybody in right mind who gets a $200 million contract in front of your face. Yeah. And they said uh, he's... um, He's probably gonna. He at least he said he wants to end his career in Europe. So I saw that as well. I don't know if it's dude. He could play for a while. He could be a Zlatan. Zlatan's still playing. He's, he's what close to forty. Yeah, he might be forty. And they're you know they're they're just up there as well. And you know you do a lot of yoga, you, you eat a lot of carbs, and you work out the amount that these people work out. You're you're gonna be healthy. Hopefully. 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 That's PG? the goal. Gigi Buffon, 44 maybe? Yeah. 43? Goalies. Different. But uh, from from the last time we've been together, I mean... So much. So much has happened. I mean, it's almost not even possible to talk about um, the amount that of games that happened. Important games. I mean, maybe just go over a few. That, a, uh, that Manchester City-Tottenham game. Ended four two. Man City were down two nothing. You know, big big for them. Huge for them. I think it's pretty big. Yeah, it's a huge game for them. Um, and then also we had that for I mean title purposes. We had the Arsenal United game that ended I mean, in an amazing fashion. I mean I'm a huge United fan, but you got to give respect where it's due. I mean, what a fucking game. 
What yeah. a fucking game that was. Very exciting end-to-end. A couple of great goals. Odegaard, yeah. Rashford. Really some sublime finishing. And then making it close. Fantastic. Yeah. Not much more you could ask for out of that one. Yeah, and then also um, a couple of days before that, United lose, will tie a game in like the last couple minutes to a um, Olasi, Olazi. Free kick, 89th minute. Oh, against Palace. Yeah, yeah. that was a great hit. Just uh, a little demoralizing. But uh, United, United will be back. I mean, top four finish. Definitely, I mean, after that, there's no way they win the cup. I don't think they can fight for it anymore. I think it's kind of just an Arsenal-City battle. And then a... Uh, We're all rooting for City, right? Nah. <clears throat> you <clears throat> I'd rather Arsenal win it than uh, City. Nah, I'd rather see City. Uh, someone else. I mean, City win it again. Nah. Than Arsenal win it. Well, you're a London fan. Yeah, so supporting the Blues. Don't want to see uh, the neighbors win it. Yeah. But it'd be cool because they haven't done it in so long. I like Odegaard, and he's a uh, their best guy, their main guy. Agreed. And uh, Scraggs, you're a City fan, so you probably want City to make their way back. Yeah, I'm, I think they win. You think they're going to take the title? Didn't Arsenal just play Man City like last, like a few days ago? Yeah, FA Cup. Yeah, FA oh, Cup. Oh, it was FA Cup. Yeah. They play their they first match. I'm confident. 1-0. Arsenal won't hold it off. Jorginho's a bad signing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how much he plays, for sure. Um... You know, they're a couple points behind. I mean, they're only... They're five points behind. They have to play each other again two times. Yep, I they saw that. Played, they haven't played yet. So, obviously, that game against them is going to be incredible. Um, just to cement yourself either as the title winner or this this is still a battle. Um, United Newcastle off by 11 points at this point. I mean, there's no way. It's done. Done, done for those teams. Um, but we're looking at a nice, inform, you know, Brighton. Brighton pretty inform at this point, battling for a top four position with 31 points. Uh, eight points behind United, Newcastle, Tottenham sitting in fifth. 36 points, only three points behind top four contenders. So I think end of the season, it's going to be pretty exciting. I think a lot of these teams, especially Tottenham, um, they come into a form where, you know, they could start causing a little havoc. Could be, you know, I don't want to say it because Newcastle is on such a good form. The only game they've lost since August was their uh, FA Cup game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, But other than that, they haven't lost since August. Yeah, the boys are hot. They're playing really good. Newcastle's playing really good. Um... But like a couple midweek stats to just throw around. I mean, you got Matoma playing a couple of days ago against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Yeah, made a couple of the defenders look silly. Silly, man. Matoma is a different breed of player at this point. He is He's he's primed and ready to go. I mean, he's scoring goals, he's assisting goals, he's running off ball uncontrollably. No defender can really even like hey. Yeah, get in his vicinity. Um, yeah, he's playing good. He's playing good football, man. Brighton, Brighton are looking good. 
Um, Holland, another hat trick. Yeah, he's going to be tough to stop. I don't agree with that whole city are a worse team without him. I think they're different. And I think if you give him a year to adjust to the playing style, people, I mean, we talk about how many goals he scored uh, and how he affects the playing style, but he had this hype to come in and, and score the way he's doing. Yeah. It was a, so yeah, it was he's doing what's expected of him. If he came in and wasn't scoring goals, then you could say City's the worst team. But once he gets adjusted and used to the the style of play, he could double his figures at the halfway point next season. Yeah. So the the fact that people want to say it's worse is bullshit. The fact that he changed the way they play is a, is a 100% accurate. Yeah. But they are not in any way a worse team. Think about that. Imagine saying a guy who has scored 25 goals halfway through the season made your team worse. That's both. That's like, don't even talk to me about that. No, yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, obviously they would have had to play a different form of football. I mean, you look at that. Kun Aguero, when they had him, right. he ain't the player that Holland is. But obviously they were still good because they played more of a false nine. Whereas now Holland's just a true nine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could send the ball along to him. Let him chase on, body people off the ball. I mean, you saw it with that goal against, uh, I think it was Southampton. He just bodied. It's happened multiple times yeah. this year. Just bodies people off the ball. Gets open with the goalie and his shot's phenomenal. There's, you know, he's so accurate, so powerful. He's uh, it's gonna be fun because honestly, I was thinking about it the other day, um, when the World Cup comes to the United States, it's gonna be a 42 team tournament, and Norway's always on the cusp of making it, not making it. Um, I think they went to a playoff final this year and they lost. So they were eliminated from making the World Cup, which is right now only 36 teams. But you move that to 42, and you got Holland playing in New York or L.A. Yeah. Oh, man. And you got Odegaard, too. And you got Odegaard playing well, too. So it could be a team that, you know, if they figure out, if Norway figures out how to defend and, and just give ultimate optimization to Holland and to Odegaard to kind of just work and create goals and you know be prepared for the counterattack or just to defend they could be a dangerous team yeah he plays well in front of big crowds in important games what's the what are they how many teams did they add to the world cup 10 more six six Six? more teams what one from each continent i don't know know that's a good point but it'll be different i mean why would you want to change anything about the world cup we just had (laughs) I don't know. Well, I th- I think a big thing is too since they're hosting in three different countries, that there's three automatic mm, bids, bids or uh, qualifications true. for these teams. So now okay. it's like, all right, what are we gonna you know qualify thirty three other teams? So let's let's up the antes. They're gonna do something weird where it's gonna be three teams in each group, but then there's gonna be an issue because when groups usually finish their last match day. They play at the same time, so you can't throw a game. And they had this problem in, um, I believe it was like the African uh, Domestic Cup. Cup of Nations. Cup of Nations, where 
there was a team that threw the game because they knew it. They knew if they tied, this team wouldn't qualify, and they thought they they thought they prefer the other two guys. Yeah. yeah. So, it's possible. I mean, you know, it's fucking United States, baby. Corruption. Corruption. FIFA. FIFA. FIFA at its finest. This is like where it's primed, ready to go for corruption. I mean, be prepared. Be prepared for games to be thrown. You know, NFL refs don't have no problem doing it. There's no way USA, you know, refs. I mean, I don't know how many Americans ref games. Honestly, to be honest with you, I feel like it's not a big thing. There's never like an Amer. Oh, don't you have to speak English to be a ref? You probably have to speak like a couple languages. I would imagine. I think English might be like number one. Yeah, makes sense. There's definitely going to be American refs. There should be. I think there has been. There probably has in, been. In big World Cup games. Yeah. But it would be fun. It's, you know, if if Norway can w- make it in, we get to see Holland in the World Cup in America. Hopefully he does it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. Well, <clears throat> you guys want to get into some predictions for the upcoming match week? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm a little unprepared, so let me go last. Okay. We'll do like a little round robin. We'll switch each pick. All right. But um, first match of this match week, I think it's match week 21. Uh, Let me just, 22. 22. Same thing. Uh, Chelsea hosting Fulham. Now, we saw this game a couple weeks ago, actually, for... It was for Premier League, right? Yeah, I think it was was a a postponed game, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Chelsea wound up losing 2-1 away um, with a uh, William goal against his old club and a uh, Vinicius 73rd minute finish. Uh, Koulibaly also had a header that game, really good finish. But uh, I'm going to start this one off. I think Chelsea, with the players that they have injured, but the new incomers that they have... It's going to be a tough game. Um, you know, with Fulham, who knows if Robinson plays. You know, if he's predicted to go to Man City, he probably doesn't get the start. So that means they're starting a new left back next to Tim Ream. You know, it's good. It's not great. Um, I really don't like this game. I think it's kind of a Friday. It's almost like a Thursday night football game. You hmm. know, like those games all years have been shite. So I, I, I'm going to predict it straight up 1-1 one, one draw. 1-1 um, one, one draw between Chelsea and Fulham at Stamford Bridge. Honestly, I agree with everything you said in terms... I think this game looks, on paper, Chelsea signed a bunch of people. Fulham's in seventh place. They're above Chelsea. Yeah. They just played recently. It was a crazy game. I think Chelsea locks it down. one nothing dub. Fulham not going to be able to score. Chelsea's been a long time. They have some rest. Breathe. You have so much money, apparently. You'll figure it out. They're going to get a secure one nothing dub at home. Get some uh, morale booster. Get on a little win streak. I believe in them. They can finish top six. Yeah, I think they'll go on a run of, of good form and push, a, push for Europe competition. Uh, hopefully in the Champions League, but most likely in the Europa League. 
Uh, if we need to end up in the conference league, that's all right. I think I think Scraggs is on the right track. Um, I think Chelsea will edge them just because of the new signings. Hopefully, that brought some competition into the team, and the guys will want to prove themselves. However, with that coming in, uh, comes a little bit of unorganization. Yeah. Uh, so I think they'll be vulnerable a little bit at the back, even though uh, Thiago Silva has been playing phenomenally, and the new center back Badiashe or Badashiel or however you say it, the French league <clears throat> young French center back, uh, very promising, has looked really good. So I think Chelsea edged them two to one. Um, maybe a silly mistake or a fast counterattack catches Chelsea out. But then going forward, I think the attacking excitement that they brought in should be enough to carry them home. Now, not to disparage your predictions, but no Joao Felix. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we're okay, okay with, with that. that. Yeah, we're fine with that. Still suspended off uh, first game, uh, first red card for the lad, three-game suspension. Right, so I think it's his last of the three games. Yeah, because I think FA Cup counts. Yes, it yeah. should. All right, so, uh, you know, uh, I definitely see, you know, Chelsea having a good game. Um, we'll see, you know, Fulham, Fulham could be pretty dangerous. We'll see if uh, Robinson gets some minutes uh, or if he if he doesn't get minutes, he's going to City. I think he stays at Fulham. It would be, be a good idea for him to stay. But, uh, you know, if he doesn't, he you know, his bags are packed. Bags are packed. Um, but that's Friday. February 3rd. Then we move on to uh, first Saturday morning game, 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have uh, Everton, new manager, hosting Red Hot Arsenal. From my knowledge, the first game against Everton and Arsenal was postponed, so they haven't met each other since May of 2020, where Arsenal won 5-1. to one. Arsenal's hot. Everton's not. I just bought Saka boots, New Balance. They feel amazing. Arsenal two nothing victory. Saka one at least. One at least. I like that. I like that the the boots influence your decision. That's <laughs> that, what I like. That was about, the first to brain. clarify what I like <laughs> they about feel the prediction. No, no free ads. Uh, no about some ads. No soccer cleat. Right now, I haven't had Mercurial Super Five three hundred dollar ones. But these New Balance Furin V7 are so fucking comfortable. They feel like a glove. And I have wide-ass feet. Amazing. Good value. People should look into it. <laughs> I'm being serious. Uh, Shout-out Dicks for price match. Shout-out Dicks for price match. 224 retail. We got soccer.com. 174.99. They price matched right in front of my face. Debit card. Right down the drain. Oh... Right in, down the drain into the top ends. And then I did hit triangle on my 25th shot attempt in the 25th. new boots. Love it, love it. Only one blister. All right, no free ads. Well, They're bl- going to be advertisements soon. <laughs> All right, anyway. I think Everton has done a phenomenal job appointing Sean Dyke. I think he is the man to turn around uh, and save them. I think they will struggle, obviously, against a phenomenal Arsenal squad. 
Where's the game? Who's home? Uh, Everton is Everton home. Is Everton's home. home. I have full confidence that the crowd will be rowdy for uh, Sean's arrival, and I think that'll be enough to carry them to a draw. So I'm going to predict uh, 1-1. Heavy sitting back. Lots of heart and fight from the Everton players wanting to show Sean Dyke that they want to be in the lineup. Um, and... It, he demands that. He's the type of manager who, if you're not running, he'll take you out. We saw it at Burnley. He did a phenomenal job with Burnley. Um, and he should turn things at Everton around pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I forgot. I kind of forgot Sean Dyke got hired as their new coach. It's a great appointment. It is. It's a really good appointment by them. You know, Louis C.K. of the U.K., he really is. Uh, he's been a good coach for a lot of teams, pretty bad teams, but good coach. Good coach. Um, you know, I don't know. I I just see Arsenal as such a powerhouse. I think they're just so out of Everton's league. Uh, what was your prediction, by the way? Sorry. One one. One one draw. Um, you know, if if Arsenal starts all their men who are supposed to start, who have been starting. Uh, I don't know. I, I I just see I can't see Arsenal even dropping points. This is a game that if Arsenal drop points, they just give an excuse for City to now take the title, or at least keep fighting for the title. And that game between them becomes even more important. So I'm gonna say Arsenal takes care of business. Three one Arsenal. Three one Arsenal. That's probably the logical guess. Inketia. Yep, that's a good guess. Um, but also, throughout that day, got a bunch of 10 a.m. games. Um, just to go through them. First game, Ashton Villa hosting Leicester City. Um, Ashton Villa sitting in 11th place right now. Leicester in 14th place. Between them, 10... 10 points. Uh, you know, Leicester got rid of Pereira's, sent him to uh, Real Baptiste. But, um, you know, they still got pretty much the same squad. Um, John McGinn hurting for Ashton Villa, Lucas Digne. So, you know, what do you what, what do you think, Q? Who do you, what do you got for this match? Well, I, I like the way Villa's been playing under Unai Emery. Uh, they did get a little boost from the new manager. Uh, Leicester, obviously, we've been talking about, is a little bit down in the dumps. Um, who's who's managing Leicester? Is Brennan Rodgers still there? I believe so. Let's see. Yeah, Brennan Rodgers. I think he's kind of fallen out of uh, authority with the players. Uh, they don't really look like they're on the same wave wavelength. I think Villa. I do think it'll be a good game, but Leicester will not have the cutting edge. They're missing, uh, you know, a prime Jamie Vardy or somebody to carry them to victory. And Villa will probably edge them out uh, one or two nothing. I'm going to go with uh, two. Two, two nothing Villa. Villa. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a tough game. Uh, Villa getting knocked out the FA Cup by Stevenage. You know, 
Not... I wish I saw that before I said a prediction. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Uh, Villa got knocked out by Stevenage, uh, Elite 2, so a Tier 4 team? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They got knocked out. Uh, I don't think they had that many of their starters in. Uh, you know, they... They got a red card late in the game, 85th minute, and that's kind of when Steven Jidge, they scored two goals. One was a pen, 88th minute. That was the red card, and then they scored in the 90th. Wow. So. To win the game. To win the game, yeah, 2-1. Got to pack it in, boys. Got to love the FA Cup. Yeah, FA Cup's good. Um, Keep up. There's a really good Wrexham. um, West Brom? No. Sheffield. Sheffield. Really good replay coming up soon, so we'll keep you guys updated with that. I don't want to get into that. You got to you gotta win that game, Wrexham. Yeah. You got to. One corner, come on. I know. The whole world is rooting. Literally. You, uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife was like, I bought ESPN Plus to watch my husband have an anxiety attack live on television. <laughs> yeah. He really was. He was. Yeah, it was, it was he, up and down. It was just he walking. was freaking out. Good for him. Good for the team, honestly. Like, <clears throat> the history behind Wrexham is crazy, too. Like, they've been in the league since, like, 1860. They've been playing football. And it was one of the, like, they used to use their stadium for, like, so many international games. And it was just kind of one of those towns that just fell fell down. It looked uh, like on the broadcast, on behind one of the nets, was just demolition. Like, oh, they yeah. were redoing the stadium already, yeah. probably. Yeah. They yeah they've been redoing the stadium. Hollywood grass looks shit. Yeah, grass looks fucking terrible. Shit, divots everywhere. Nah, it's still nice. Brockport was nice. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but back to the Villa Leicester game. I mean, Villa coming off a two one victory against Leeds at home, going away beating Southampton one nil. Uh, Leicester City at home. Tying Brighton and then going away uh, the week after for another FA Cup game, winning 1 0, Ianacho goal. I think this is just going to be a tight game uh, all around, very defensive. I'm going to go for a 2 2 draw. A little high scoring, intense game that, you know, we'll see. Like another game, for instance, if Madison's playing. Well, I mean, the trade deadline's going to be over anyway by then, so. Either he's... Well, he's, got, uh, he's got, like, one hour to sign, right? Yeah, either he's going to Newcastle or he's not. So, if they have him... Transfer, whatever. It's going to be... A, it'll be a good game. Um, but, yeah, 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two draw for me. Uh, I need clarifications. Jamie Vardy is still playing. Correct. He's yeah. healthy, but not in his prime. Correct. Yeah. That's fine. James Madison's all right. He might play for Leicester. Ashley Young is still playing soccer. Yes. And he's yeah. on Aston Villa. Yeah. Aston Villa 2-1. to one. Jamie Vardy's going to score. Jamie Vardy with one? Yes. I like that. The oldest player on Aston Villa? 37. Is Young. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's what's funny. Very, very punny. Um, later that day, well, same time, I bet. Going on around the same time, we have a Brentford side hosting Southampton. Um, you know, Brentford, 
They lost to West Ham, FA Cup. They come back. They play at home against Bournemouth with a 2-0 win. Uh, Janssen with a goal. And Ivan Tony with a PK. They're looking good. Brentford's a team, I mean, even where they're ranked right now, sitting 8th in the table. They're only 9 points away from top 4. They're not. They're... A team that you can't really... It's tough to play against them. Yeah, it's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And then you got, you know, on the other hand, Southampton, last place right now, currently. Um, <clears throat> only lost to Newcastle. Well, as my bad. Uh, as they're, as we talk right now, they're losing to Newcastle. 3-1 aggregate in the FA, uh, FA, F, EFL Cup, Carabao Cup. Um, they recently lost to Ashton Villa at home, and they. Uh, but on on an away side, they did beat Everton two one, uh, with a goal from James World Prowse coming in the seventy eighth minute. So, uh, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna lead it off. I'm gonna go Brentford. Brentford to win. I'm gonna go Brentford to win two 0 I don't think they let up stupid free kicks. James World Prowse specialty. I think they kind of keep everything away from the box. Play very good counter-attacking football. Find their men. Um, find Tony. Find Wisa. Find Embuemo. And dude, their fun three is just so much fun to watch. I mean, I feel like they just move the ball so well. And they're, you know, they're not, not an easy team to play with. 100%. So I'm going to go 2-0. Brentford, another shout out for my boy David Rea. What do you I, feel about it, Squibbles? I, I mean, I got realistically nothing on this game, but what I do know is that every time I've bet, not for Brentford, but in the game that Brentford is involved in, there's been more than like three goals in every single match. I don't know who that, that striker, that young striker for Brentford, does he still play for him? I forgot his name. I don't. Tommy? Mm-mm. Maybe it was a different team. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but Brentford's definitely going to win. I think it's going to be high scoring. If this was a betting podcast, I'd tell you to take the over 100%. Yeah. I think Southampton will get one. Uh, I'm going to say Brentford 3-1. to one. I think it'll be high scoring. Brentford will probably control the game the entire time. They can score. They can put the ball in the back of the net. Especially against big clubs, which is like impressive. They can put, they can put three against Man City. They can do it. They did. They have. Yeah. So I, I believe them in here to get three, and they'll slip up, slip up one. That's fine. No big deal. Um, I think Brentford has this one in the bag. Nothing uh, too crazy to predict. Uh, a team. That's typically on the bottom half of the table in really good form. A team that's typically in the bottom half of the, ta- half of the table in really bad form. A really bad season. They're going to be distraught after being knocked out of the Carabao Cup because it was one of the only things they got left to play for, if not the only thing left to play for. Yeah, and it's the semifinal too. So they're losing right now in the semifinals. So I think they, you know, they come out, they're going to be sluggish. They're gonna be down on themselves and I think Brentford will probably catch a three nothing victory. 
And I think Tony will uh, bag a brace. That's my guy for the weekend. I love that. Who doesn't love a Tony brace, you know? He does. He bets on himself. He all does the bet time. on himself, yeah. yeah. He loves betting on himself. It's where you make your money, you know? A little sidekick. A little sidekick. How can you hate on a guy who has a side hustle? No. Nah. You know? He just likes to bet on himself. Overs only. Braces only. But, uh, yeah, it should be a good game. I mean, maybe not the game of the week, but should be fun to watch. Um, also, at 10 a.m. that day, we have a really good, informed Brighton, Hope, and Albion team taking on an AFC Burmouth side who has been struggling and are sitting in relegation zone as we speak. Um, games being played at the American Express Community Stadium. It's going to be a good game, man. Um, you know... Uh, what are your thoughts, Scraggs? Who, who 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 would you take in this situation? I'll, go, I'll just do this quick because I, I've heard from what I've heard, Brighton's on a, a bit of a heater. Heat her. Heat her. But uh, I mean, I have no notes under it. I only have the score. I have a simple one nothing Brighton victory. Burnmouth has let up the league worst. Let me see what it was. I believe. 42 goals in 20 games. They've scored 19, minus 23 goal differential. Yeah, that's bad. That's pretty bad, Brighton's. Now now I'm, like, contradicting myself. Now I think it might be 2. I think I'm going to change it. I'm going to go 2-0, Brighton. You're going to go 2-0? Yeah. I like that. I do like that. They're just a... Brighton's just a really good team right now. I mean, there's nothing else to say about it. They just, you know, a little tough game against... Leicester City um, away, but the week before that, they just absolutely dominate Liverpool home. So if they could do it against Liverpool home, they could do it against Bournemouth. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Q? What do you think the finish on this is going to be? I like uh, I like Brighton heavy. Uh, Franco Deserbi, good coach. Lots of good players. Seems like they lose guys and new guys just step up. Um, Mitoma having a great run of form. Yeah, uh, I think Brighton will catch a three nothing victory, and I don't think uh, there'll be much to it. I think it'll be pretty confident, uh, pretty easy for them to take care of business this weekend. Yeah, I would agree. I'm gonna go pretty high in this game. I'm gonna reach because I just think Brighton are the team to do it. They, they blow teams out. They beat Everton away a couple weeks ago, 4-1. That's mm-hmm. away. Beating a Liverpool team 3-0 at home, keeping that clean sheet, which is so important. I see this being a 6-1 six, six to one game. Okay. I think Matomo has a hat trick. That's my MVP of the week. Love it. Matomo, Hattie, in the bag. Probably the first of his EPL career. Definitely. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, I would like to know the odds on that because that would probably be crazy odds. Let's see. All right. Matomo. Goal scorer. They don't even have it up yet. So I'll tweet it. Um, Matomo hat trick, though. It's going to be nice. I think we can guess that's at plus four. 6,900 odds. It's got to be up there. It's got to be at least... 10 to win $690. Yeah, I would easily put that bet. 
No doubt in my mind. I'm gonna um, do one dollar to win sixty nine. Yeah, that's nice. not a bad bet either. Honestly, it, it's worth it. Off a made up odd, by the way. This is not correct. Yeah. This is not. Well, you know he's gonna score. So you know he's gonna score. It all depends when he scores. If he scores early enough, where now all he has to do is bag a brace. If he bags a brace in the first half, hat trick's open. That's the goal. Two goals in the first half is the goal. Um, and he could do it. And against this AFC Burma squad, they don't have no no Dominic Slanky. He's hurt. Um, uh, Devin Brooks, David Brooks, hurt. Marcus Tavernier hurt. Philip Billing hurt. So they're not going to really score. You know what? I'm, I'm rescinding my 6-1 and making it 6-0. Wait, I thought you said 6-0 for the beginning. Nah, 6-0. Yeah. 6-0. 6-0 now, so. 6-0 now. 6-0. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I like it. Um. And then, so after that game, we have two more 10, 10 a.m. games, Easter Standard Time. We have... Manchester United hosting Crystal Palace, little revenge game if you ask me for uh, for um, United. United and the boys. But we are seeing uh, Scott McTominay doubtful, Luke Shaw doubtful, Donny Van Der Beek out of the whole season, Diego Dallo, um few days with a hamstring, Christian Eriksen not until late April is he going to be back. Um, so. And did I say Luke Shaw? Yeah, I said Luke yes. Shaw. So, they're all out. Crystal Palace, Wilfer Zaha's out. Um, okay. Hamstring injury. Okay. Um, but other than that, James MacArthur, a few days, he might be ready to go. Same thing with Anthony Martial, might be ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to be super close. It's going to be a very interesting game. Q, who, who would you pick in this situation? This is a good one. You do have the recent um, draw from these two clubs. Uh, Palace's front three is very exciting. Did you say no Zaha? No Zaha. So that that takes a little hit. I don't think Zaha is having his best season. I think the other two guys, uh, Olise and Eze, are doing really, really well. And I'm excited to see who steps up to fill in for Zaha. Um, I think United will struggle a little bit. With just, uh, I don't think they'll get scored on multiple times, but I think they'll struggle to stop them from creating chances. Um, United, on the other hand, looking really dangerous. Obviously, they have Red Hot Rashford right now. Love that. Uh, And loads of options going forward. The Casemiro to lock it down, um, which I think Crystal Palace will try to overload him a little bit. Um, underneath their striker, but uh, I think it's going to be another draw. I think it evens out to one-one again. Um, I mean, I'm a little biased because I'm a United fan. Of course, of course, my friend. Yes. Um, I think a look at it like if they draw again, you know, they're pretty much screwed for top four contemption. So, this game means a lot to them. At home, in front of the fans, 10 a.m. start here is a, what, 5-hour difference, 3 p.m. start there. So, it's going to be buzzing. 
people are going to be out there ready to go, just like how Palace was. I mean, Old Trafford is the place to be. I mean, other than the Emirates. But yeah. Old Trafford is rocking right now. It's rocking, man. I mean, everyone steals United's chance, you know. Every, every single team thinks it's funny to copy the Martinez chant with the... You know, tequila song. Now every now every team does that for a player. It's like, all right, we made that up. Yeah, United did it first. We did it sure. first. Nobody did it before us. No one did. We're we, the the fans at United. They have one of the best like chant creating fans, in my opinion. Um, but to the midfield, not not having Erickson for a long time. If they finish the Sabitzer. Sabitzer? Sabitzer. Sabitzer. If they finish this deal with him and he plays his first start, which maybe he shouldn't. I, Dude, I still love Fred. I mean, Casimiro and Fred playing together is a solid, solid option. I mean, both of them scored against Reading. Um, Casimiro would have brace. Fred would have beautiful backheel goal. Uh, it would have been Rashford's 10th game in a row scoring at home. Got called off sides. Um, but I... Dude, if he he's gonna score, he's gonna score this game. Rashford scoring. It's gonna be, I think, an, a dominant United performance, almost the way that Tottenham gave Crystal Palace the four-one beating. I'm gonna say similar, same same but different. Four-one United. All right. Love the confidence. That is very confident. It's a game that they just need to take care of business. It's not... 4-1. 4-1. All right. I, I just see Often someone's going to have a brace. I would love for Rashford to have a brace. Often and early. You know, um, not having Luke Shaw might be a little difficult. Not that I'm reassessing. But, you know, they still got good defenders. I mean, uh, Melancia, uh could come in, still, still handle the same business. He gives a, a lot of fouls, a lot more fouls. Than, than Shaw and isn't as persistent in attack, but I, I, I could see it, man. As we're speaking, uh, Bruno Guillermez with a red card for Newcastle. Does that affect him for this upcoming game? Yeah, maybe. Wow. Wow. It should only be for the Carabao, though. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think any domestic cup. Yeah, I think it leads in. That stinks. Oh, that sucks. And we're going to be going over their game soon, so... Uh, Scraggs, what are your predictions, though, on this Man City-Crystal Palace matchup? Man, you. Yeah. Hmm. The forwards on both teams scream amazing and offense, fun game. But I think this game is going to be between the boxes. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be gross. Again, similar to the... Uh, um, who played recently uh, in the FA Cup against each other? For Chelsea uh, and Fulham, okay. similar to that, they just played each other recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in in the prem. Yes. Um. I don't want Man U to win. I do and want to root for a tie. I think it's gonna be zero zero the whole time. Does Bruno take the penalty kicks? Um, usually. Maybe Rashford. Sometimes Rashford. I think Bruno's going to shoot it. Don't write this down. This is just for free. <laughs> it's on the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Br- I won't write it down. 
Bruno, Bruno's gonna shoot. It's gonna go off a hand. He's gonna scream with his buck tooth and Shrek looking ass. He's like, ah, Portuguese. Like, mano, mano. Yeah. They're gonna go to VAR and he's gonna fucking like kick it two miles an hour. Seventy-two minute, one nothing, Manu. Wow. Wow. I like that. Little little sneaker out. I like that. I could see that. Honestly, I could see. I. I like I said, I'm biased as hell. So, I'm seeing a large victory. They won't tie again. I can't. I can't, I can't I, see a tie again. If they I tie, just can't. both teams just won't let it happen. I mean, obviously they could, but you know, that's a concussion. <laughs> James World Prowse, baby. Don't want to. Don't want to get hit in the face with one of those bad boys. Right off uh, the injury list, Isak back on it. Yeah. <laughs> um. To conclude the 10 a.m. games. We have a Wolverhampton Wanderers side uh, sitting in 17th place, just above relegation zone, taking on and hosting Liverpool, who just recently got knocked out of the FA Cup FA Cup round um, four by Brighton Hove and Albion in a late Matomo goal. Um, Wolves coming off a loss away against Man City, Holland hat trick. And uh, the game before that that they played, it was a 1-0 loss home against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Uh, It was a replay from their last um, game against each other. Uh, I'll start this one off. Um, You know, there's not much you can say about this Liverpool squad other than that. They're so not living up to the expectations of. They're what, underperforming. Underperforming is to say it nicely, to to say it meanly and truthfully would just to be say that they fucking suck. They're not a good fucking team. They don't finish in front of net. I mean, Cody Cody Gak, Gakpo. Uh, you know what has he done? What has he done? You you make this signing. Not only Cody Gakpo, I, I know we went through the numbers one other time, but uh, you know we we came to the conclusion that um, Nunez is having a good season, not his not a great season, not a great season, but he's having a good an average debut season. You know, um, Harvey Elliott though to harp on that Brighton Hove and Albion game against Liverpool, Harvey Elliott hit a probably one of the best goals I've seen. Um, I rated it in an eight point six out wow. of out of my gar my goal uh, ranking system. It was a smack from. I'm, a, my, I'm unfamiliar with that that ranking system. I don't know if I've heard one before. Well, well, well uh, I'm gonna be posting it around soon. I love I, it. I gotta you know get get everything secure about it. I you know I don't want to release it too soon. You know it gets a lot of hate and criticism. So. Right, 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 right. But I've been uh, I've been tracking every goal and ranking them. Um, goals that I find anything that's like above like a 5.5 I've been kind of keeping track of anything below that I kind of just like disregard as yeah, like throw it away yeah as a tapping good right. job right. sometimes a tapping's good based on quality of play leading up to the the goal the build up um which you know that gives you a little higher ranking in my opinion um but also like just finishing the way Harvey Elliott finished young lad I mean what does he got to be he's got to be like 19 yeah harvey elliott i mean 19 years old english lad um you know this liverpool team they have the obviously they have the people they've signed so many fucking people within the years that you know they this is a game they should win 
but you're going to the Molyneux, not an easy place. I mean, as of recent, it is an easy place to win, but it's an intimidating stadium. Uh, you know, if that place is rocking, ready for the Liverpool side to come in, and they know that, you know, we need to win this game to stay above relegation zone, could be an intense game. Um, we're looking at a Van uh, Van Dyke mid-February return, so he's not going to be available. Mm. Same with Firmino. Um, Luis Diaz, uh, he's been out. Uh, he's out to mid-March. Jota, late February. Now Arthur, mid-February. Canote, late February. Uh, Wolverhampton Wonders, on the other hand, the only person they're really missing is uh, Pedro Neto. And they just sent uh, uh, Gerdes away on loan somewhere. So, Consalo Gerdes. Mm-hmm. Gerdes, Consalo. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be a tough match for Liverpool. Um, I'm going to go, you know, Liverpool kind of needs this game more than Wolves. I guess they kind of both need it the same amount. Um, you know... I'm just going to go play it safe. Liverpool would uh Nah, you know what? I'm not going to play it safe. 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw. Okay. I like it. I think uh Salah scores. And uh Salah and Ryan Nori. I, I, I'm going to say Salah and him score, most definitely. What do you feel about Scraggs? How you, how you feeling about this game? Wolves, uh, Wolves suck, no? They're not, they're not amazing. Don't, isn't, uh... They're, they're not an amazing team. I mean, they... Last... This is their recent history team form. Lost to City 3-0. Away, at home, lost to Liverpool 1-0. FA Cup. Lost to West Ham 1-0. I mean, beat West Ham 1-0 in Premier League. Potence with a 48th-minute goal. Looks um, like, uh, judging from statistics, they can keep games close, but they can't score right now. They have 12 goals, 20 games. But everything seems 1-0, 1-1, 1-0, 2-1. I think Liverpool's going to win 2 nothing. Salah's been off. Comeback player of the week. Two goals. Salah. Is that your MVP? It's my MVP. He needs it right now. He's been lacking. I like that. I could see it, honestly. I could see him having a brace. He needs it. He needs it, for sure. He He doesn't have... uh... He scored against them in the first FA match against them. I think that was his last goal. So. Yeah, he did. Oi. Oh, he did. Nah, he did. Nah, he did. He really did. Nah, he really did. Um, I'm hoping for some new boys of Liverpool to show up this weekend. I think uh, it would be exciting to get Gakpo and Nunes on the field at the same time, even though they might hurt a couple of fans when they, with their shooting abilities. Um, so off target. In the prem, yeah. I mean, but Gakpo, if you could find some World Cup for him or something, that'd be crazy. Uh, I'd like to see them try something new. Uh, I do. N- I no longer like Jurgen Klopp. Um, I did love him when he first came to the Prem from Dortmund. 
Uh, now I think he just complains about everything way too much. Um, but I think they'll be able to figure something out against a struggling Wolves side who really lacks going forward and finishing touch. And Liverpool's counterattack will be able to find something. So I'm going to go with 2 nothing Liverpool as well. And I'm going to say uh, a Gagpo goal and a Gagpo assist. I like that. To uh, conclude that Saturday morning for us, evening for them, for the UK, we have a Newcastle squad, red hot, like we said, haven't lost only one game since August, hosting a West Ham squad, which are battling on the brink of relegation. So you have a team that's battling for top four, then you have a team that's battling for relegation, around relegation zone, only a point above um, notable injuries, Samanka out till mid-February for United, uh, West Ham United. Danny Ings out till mid-February with a knee injury. Um, Kurt Zuma. That is, wait, that is devastating. That is, that is the biggest. Danny Ings, I think, might be my favorite like goal scorer bet. Every time he steps on the field, he's going to score. Not, not this week. My prediction has nothing to do with Danny Ings, but... Man, that's actually really disappointing to hear. And then Newcastle, I mean, from the game we're watching today, Guillermez is going to have to serve uh, suspension, so he's not going to be in. But, uh, you know, like we said, if they sign that James Madison deal, he can easily swoop right into that midfield, cause a lot of ha- cause a lot of havoc. We'll obviously see later in the transfer window tonight to see what happens, uh, if anything was confirmed or signed. But, uh, Scraggs, what do, what do you think? I think a 2 nothing, simple, easy, cool, calm, collected. Con- oh, yeah, sorry. Forgot about that. Cool, calm, collected, simple, dominating, at-home victory <laughs> for Newcastle. I mean, they look like the, the show right now. With all the money they got, they finally have got the squad. They got the players. They can possess the ball. West Ham looks shite. I love Danny Ings. Antonio's an awesome a forward. I don't think they can put the ball in the net against them, honestly. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep it at 2 nothing. I think they settle it down at home. Uh, I know nothing about Newcastle defense, though. They're good. They are good? I don't really know. They I... have Nick Pope oh, has the most have, clean sheets tr- in the EPL right Trippier. now. Trippier. Trippier. Trippier, um, Karen Trippier, Botman, um, a couple other guys. Al Moron. Oh, Jose. 2 nothing. Yeah, I mean. 2 nothing. Dominating. Not even worth going if you're a West Ham fan. Yeah, they have... Um, um, Fabian Scher in the back as well, who plays absolutely unbelievable. Matt Target always... Well, Matt Target's injured. Um, but, yeah. Seven Botman from Netherlands from the Dutchland beast. Yeah, they have good good six, seven defenders over there. Yeah. And their midfield, I mean, no Guillermez. they still got Longstaff, Joel Linton, Willock, um, Elliot Anderson, young lad. Uh, and then, obviously, up top, Miguel Amaran, the Paraguayan legend, uh, with Callum Wilson, Anthony Gordon now from Everton. I bet you he gets a nice little start this game. And uh, we'll see. Isaac just took a ball to the face. Didn't look too good. Got carted off. So, we'll see. And as we speak, Anthony uh, no. Gordon coming on right now. No. Is that him? No. That's uh, I think that's the other long staff. Newcastle got a oh, 
Yeah, you might be right. Oh, yeah, they got a red card. We just said that. So uh, anyway, I think, uh, you know, I've, I said this on the pod before, but this is it for David Moyes. Um, he's got to start getting the guys ready, getting some results, doing something differently. Uh, but I, I think that Newcastle will put a nail in his coffin, send him on his merry way out of <laughs> London, and uh, Newcastle will probably win an easy three or four nothing. I'll go, I'll go with a three, three nothing. No Bruno. Three nothing. I like that. I mean, I I really want Almiron to start finding his form because when Almiron's in form and he's scoring a brace or at least a goal and creating somewhat of an assist every game, Newcastle can't be touched. Um, that being said, I feel like he has been a letdown the last couple weeks. Um, yeah, even in this that. game right now, Longstaff with two goals, I don't know if he assisted any of them, but he hasn't been playing to his full advantage. He is a lot better player than you know what what he's shown to Ben. Um, yeah, Mo, uh, Almiron did have an assist, so... It's good, you know. The guy needs to get on the stat sheet. Uh, I'm also gonna go. I think they keep it a clean sheet. I don't think West Ham has the power to to break through the defense. I'm gonna go. Uh, um, I'm gonna go three no. I don't want to copy you, Q, but I just oh please, 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 please. Well, it's either you're copying him or me, or you're yeah. going, or you're going four. Or I'm going four, and I don't uh, think it's gonna be one. I don't think it'll be four. I don't think it's gonna be four. I think it's gonna be an early goal and a late goal, and early goal dominate. Just keep the ball. Hopefully they get two before half. That's my uh, that's my prediction. If they can get two before half, you're looking at a possible route of West Ham. But uh, St. Mary's is buzzing. No, St. James. St. James James is buzzing, baby. This place is. Electric. Um, but to include the match week twenty-two, two games on Sunday, right? Two games on Sunday. Nothing crazy. Uh, we do have a good London man, uh, Tottenham versus Manchester City game to end the Sunday bouts. But uh, we get a nice nine a.m. hour time. Two two p.m. London UK time. Uh, we have a Nottingham Forest hosting uh, Leeds United. Uh, Nottingham brought in. Who did Nottingham just pick up? A keeper. No. They picked up John Joe Shelby from Newcastle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So. They've been out in the trance. I mean, they already spent a lot of money in general to have the team that they have right now. Um, but, you know, not a team that's been killing it uh, as it sits right now. They're looking at 13th place, sitting pretty well above relegation zone, four points above. It's not, it's pretty good. Um, Morgan Gibbs White out to late February. Um, Dean Henderson, Dean Henderson still out to late February. Chris Wood doubtful with a virus, so it's not looking too good. Coyette early March, um, and then Tyler Adams is looking doubtful this game as well, as well as uh, 
uh, Stuart Dallas, who had a broken leg, but uh, they're saying he should be back soon. Stuart Dallas has been a really fun player to watch for this Leeds United squad. So uh, we have a 13th place Nottingham Forest going against a 15th place Leeds United. Recently signed Western McKenney. Western McKenney. So we'll see. Maybe this is his debut game. I would hope so. Um, but uh, I'll go first on this one. You know, this is two teams that, you know, uh, there's not much you can really expect out of them. Uh, it's kind of, they're pretty much perfectly matched up in this game. I'm going to go the old, good old classic 1-1 draw. Not a bad guess. Um, I don't think much happens. I don't know why I have this feeling that leads are going to turn things around. Uh, it's probably just the American supporter in me. Uh, the three players, uh, Jesse Marsh, um, who was the coach that was at Man United? Bruce Arena. Bruce Arena. Yeah, Bruce Arena's just now in, in Leeds as well. Uh, shout out St. Anthony's alum. And uh, I think Leeds will start turning things around. Hope to see Weston McKenney get a late debut, probably 20, 15 minutes or so. And uh, I think they'll they'll dig out a 2 nothing win. Um, don't know where it's going to come from, but I hope to see it, and I just fe- feel this one in my bones a little bit. I'm gonna, but look at this. I'm going to change mine, my bad. Notification. 2-1, two, 2-1. On. Okay, 2-1. Bigger news. Chelsea complete the signing of Enzo Fernandez. Wow. How much? Uh, I'm looking at uh, Fabrizio Romano's post right now. Important. Clubs running to get the documents signed before the end of the window. It's a finally agreed between clubs, but all the contracts have now to be signed in time. Not sh- There's no mm, dollar amount on this post. Mm. Had to be a lot of money. Where did he come from? Where Where is he playing currently? Benfica. Benfica. Nice. You're going to have him and Nunes playing against each other. I love that. Beautiful. But yeah, should be a good game this weekend. Scraggs, what do you? What are you? Did he go? No, I've been just looking up stats because that's all I can really give the folks, the listeners. Uh, these teams haven't played since they were in the championship. Leeds haven't won since 2017. My original guess was a one-one draw, but I think I'm gonna give the edge to Forest. Instead, and I think they're gonna pull it out two to one, three goal is game. Is that the is that the first time with our predictions today that we go against each other? Complete opposite. Um, everyone against each other. No, just like. Um, well, I had one, one person has one team winning, the other person has another team winning. Um, it's a tight battle in the lower end of the table. Yeah, it's no, a very it's, be a good it's game. a very needed point for both the teams. I really thought it was going to be a tie one to one i mean so did i but honestly um yanato he's a fucking beast bro yoto yoto positive money on both sides both like both like plus 160 right now yeah so it's kind of like uh whoever you pick to win if it's, it's tie it's like almost tie they they want you to pick tie yeah so it's not going to be a tie yeah that's how i'm feeling i feel like and leeds is a weird team where like They'll start popping off last five minutes of the game. Oh, that was earlier. Yeah. Uh, they'll start popping off. Leeds will start popping off last five minutes of the game. They'll get like five it's shots. Too late. 
sometimes it's too late, but they sometimes. who did they do it against? They did it against uh, Somerville, had that game-winning goal against Liverpool and yep. uh, earlier in the season. It was late. They were down. I'm pretty sure they were down like 2-0 at one point, or maybe it was a 2-1 game going into half or something like that. Usually when I don't know two teams very well, and they're both like fighting for points. You always like, I always just assume they're gonna tie. Yeah, it's a good it's a good bet. But it's uh, maybe first half tie zero zero. Yeah. Or one one. But my prediction is two one Forest. I like it. Love it. And then the main event of the weekend. The main event going into this just to uh, let everyone know, Rasharlson would knock doubtful for Tottenham as well as Lucas Mora. Uh, who has an Achilles tendon injury, unknown return date. Um, Phil Foden with a foot injury for Man City, looking doubtful, as well as John Stones with a hamstring injury, not going to be back till late February. So uh, for Tottenham, kind of doesn't change anything. Uh, Morris, uh, Lucas Mora, Mora hasn't been playing that much anyway. Or Charleston, it kind of gives them a little, you know, a little, little, uh, questionable you know who's going to come in as a sub um you know he, he's been the guy to come in kind of take over that center attack and midi role and you know it's going to be hurtful for them but they still have i mean listen this is a game that a couple weeks ago it was a two nothing they were up two nil going into halftime tottenham um it wasn't until city you know came back i think they scored four straight goals within like 20 minutes or something like that so obviously it's a team that you have to defend well we've said this multiple times to guard holland you need to get body on him you need to touch him before he makes a break to the ball foul him whatever but you got to stop him from moving towards the ball especially when they cause those gaps between the defense and goalie where there is a 15 to 20 yard gap between them and he has space to run on you got to defend that um, you know, Eric Dyer obviously is going to have to step up. Um, you know, who even knows who starts in his back line at this point. And, uh, but midfielder wise, you mean, you still got Perisic, Ho, Ho, Ho Ming Song, um, still got Ben Dencore, still got Hobierg. So I think it's going to be a pretty intense game. It should be a better game than last game, um, with City taking out that dub. I think they learned to defend against Holland a little better. It kind of is annoying that they had to play him this quickly after they already played him. Um, but Tottenham coming off a solid win in the FA Cup. Song with two goals. I think since Song has been in such ridiculed form where he hasn't been the guy. I mean, he had an early hat trick this year. That's about it. I see Song coming in having a good game with Harry Kane. Uh, Kulichevsky, ready to go, gonna play, hopefully, hopefully for them. Um, but then, I mean, obviously it's a Man City squad that, you know, it's hard to even maintain them in possession. Uh, you know, Cancelo not being there anymore to play their right back position, but they still got that young kid, uh, Rico Luez. Uh, I don't want to call a draw. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a winner of this game. Oh man, I want to do it. I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. Who cares, right? Two one. Tottenham. 
Tottenham Hotspurs at home. They take it. They take it away from the City Blues. I'm taking the flip side of that. Me too. Go ahead, Scrags. I got some Kane scoring. I don't know. Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. I don't know if he's going to score. I don't know if he's going to get an assist. Takeover. I don't know. These teams shouldn't have played each other. Why do they play? Is they they had to do a makeup match okay. for like week sixteen or something. I don't, I think it's too quick for Spurs to figure it out. Holland's too strong, and like if they put too much focus on him, there's just too uh, many other there's weapons. too many other weapons that they have that De Bruyne can just slip it. And Phil Foden not playing or being doubtful is big. I mean they'll they'll replace him with Grealish, but yeah, it's like I don't love him. He can get down the wing and play it in, and Holland will be a big body and just sure. try and get his head or, or foot on the ball or they just try and pass it around the entire time yeah me yawn the entire time yeah 2-1 city i don't know any goal scorers probably holland like that sun will probably score too you like sun to score i i, I just hope he finds form man because like he's a player once he starts finding form this tottenham squad is a team to be reckoned with because it takes a lot of of Harry Kane to be the main guy and he gets Son opportunity to be more involved to take those shots outside the box that he has been recently been missing but hopefully he can uh, you know get him down get him down on target I think uh, I'm really on board with Scraggs uh, more on board with the start of what he said. Uh, where Tottenham did not have enough time to figure it out, not enough opportunities to try new things. Um, and I think Holland will just run through them this time. Uh, I'm going to go with a Holland hat-trick, 3 nothing victory, uh, very easy game. But, Is that your MVP for the week? Yeah. Um, but that's the way it should go. But Antonio Conte is a, you know, He's a he's a boss. He's a boss of the locker room, and hopefully it's not as one sided. Hopefully uh, they make a game out. Spurs of it. are home. Spurs are home. White yep. Hart Lane. Yep. 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 You never know. You never know. I don't think they'll win. I think Man City will pull it out. You would think. I mean, honestly, one team might get shut out. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. these teams played against each other about a year ago, and I remember Tottenham had a crazy comeback. I think they were down 2-0, wound up winning 3-2 without late yeah, Harry Kane goal. I remember that. So I'm hoping for something like that. I'm hoping for like a late winner from either side, honestly. like I, I Obviously, I wanted to be Tottenham. I don't like City. Fuck all City. But it, just make it an exciting game. It's the last game of Sunday. I agree. No, no NFL football on. I need something to get through me through my day. For sure. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. It's been a really fun time. Scrags, thanks for coming on for the first time. Thanks for inviting me, dude. No problem, dude. Anytime. Yeah, it's been it's been a good time, man. Q, thank you as as well. Happy to be back. And uh, yeah, man, this has been uh, World Football Talk. Well, uh, you know, transfer window's over, so uh, the teams you got are the teams you're stuck with. And uh, you know, we'll be giving you guys analysis on every week. Uh, we're back now. You know, no more vacation for me. I don't know about you guys, but 
I was, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, thank you all for listening. Give us your feedback. Give us five stars, please, on Spotify or Apple Music. Really helps out the algorithm. Um, but yeah, peace out, boys. Pew, and girls. Pew, pew.